Hey everybody, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Indie Film Cafe. I'm your host, Jonathan Moody, and I'm here with... Holly Presenza, otherwise known as the Moo Cow Moo. Alright, and we also have... Joe Turek. Joe Turk is joining us once again, and let me preface this by saying we were supposed to do another movie, and we actually even did an intro for the movie, and then I guess the movie had issues with it being too scratched Technical or whatever, difficulties. and it wouldn't even let us start it. So we could not do that movie. Womp, womp, womp. But that movie is going to get a Blu-ray release at some point. So we will eventually do it. And it'll look better, sound better, and all it, that. And stuff. it looks like it has potential, too. So. It, it'll be a good yeah, movie. And but. I, I was surprised you picked it. I never would have thought you would have gone for the freak of Suck Weasel Mountain. We just did that. <laughs> we already did that one. That was yours. Me? That was you. Ah, I did Geek Maggot Bingo. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, that's true. But it, it did say AKA. It actually also did that. But anyway, that's another movie. That's another it, it, podcast. It, 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 is, it is permanently embedded, embedded in our mind. There you go. Yep, embedded in embedded, our mind. Embedded, embedded, embedded in embedded. our mind. It's, it's so bad, it's, it's added an R. So what bright, <laughs> shiny new movie have you gotten for us? So I had to pick something out of our library of films and everything. And uh, unlike Paul, Paul usually has all his movies and cases and they're at his house. So my stuff are actually in the cases here. My so Blu-rays are here, though. What? My sticky Blu-rays are here. Yeah, that's true. So I decided to pick a movie that I saw back in, I think it was 2006 or something. Uh, but I'm not sure if that's when it came out necessarily. Uh, but I picked The Janitor. No. Starring our buddy, G. Larry Butler. Yay. Yay, nice. So I wanted to save this for next season. Because I already had everything else already planned out. But you know how plans are. You know, shit gets messed up sometimes. And, is, you know. is he the janitor? No. no. Uh, he He's the guy, the boss of the janitor. The janitor is played by the director. So you'll see it. You'll see. Uh, but uh, I absolutely remember loving this movie. I saw it sort of recently when I bought it. And I was like, because I wanted to see if this was something we could definitely do and if it's something that whatever. And I decided this would be the perfect movie to watch together. It's a little silly and goofy and fun and, you know, kind of brings back, you know, that kind of vibe that we had on the last movie that we watched, except it's a little bit better in terms of quality. He's, and he's, So the janitor is going to be cleaning up some of the mess? You'll see. Well, that last movie or, needed a janitor big time. Yeah, he needed a janitor to clean up all the mess janitor then. Janitor and a drum. <laughs> we are talking about Geek Maggot Bingo, yes. that if uh, people are very confused as to what movie we were just referring. Someday I'm going to show that to G. Larry Butler and see what he has to say. Yeah, you are mentioning that too, so it's really funny that I picked this, you know, not even planning that that was the thing. But no, I think this movie, I picked it because I knew I'd noticed no fucking mess-ups and no uh, scratches on this one, so... Uh, you know, I've had other ones I've thought of too, but this is going to be the one I think is going to, you know, be a lot of fun and, you know, you'll probably enjoy it a little bit more or whatever, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but before that, uh, listen to some mood music. And we are back. All right, everybody. Um, so we're here to talk about The Janitor, which 
was uh, a movie that, like, originally, like I said, I wasn't planning on showing or whatever, so I didn't have anything, like, thought out or whatever. But I normally don't anyway, so <clears throat> it's, all, it's all good. Um, I'll give a little background, and then we'll kind of get it. Well, first, first, first thought. So, Joe, you've never seen this before, obviously, you know. Uh, what were your first thoughts? Well, there was a, a cohesive story, so that, that's a plus. Um, there you go. Yeah, that, that, that's a good start. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, there was there was there's a lot going on in this. Um, we'll get into piece by piece, I'm sure. But um, uh, first thoughts, uh, it was a lot better than the other one, but in a, a totally different way. Uh, yeah, I watched one a different way. I. Yeah, this is better than uh, the Geek Maggot Bingo for sure. Over the top silly slasher. Yeah. I think they put comedy before the horror. I think so. It <laughs> it's comedy horror, like, yeah. not horror comedy. You know, it's more comedy than it is horror, if anything. But it does have a lot of horror aspects or whatever. What was yeah. your thoughts, Paul? I mean, not all the jokes landed, um, but it was, uh, it was a fun try. Um, you know, I'm not a big slasher kind of fan, but um, this was a very unusual uh, kind of slasher movie. Um, it was it was cute. Obviously, it didn't take itself seriously, and uh, it just it, like I was saying earlier, it reminded me of a lot of different a lot of different things. You know, yeah, Chris Seaver and Kevin Strange, Brad Twig, Brad Twig, yeah, Wrestle Masker. This is very Wrestle Masker. You know, very similar to the guy running around. He's pissed off. And he's just killing everyone in sight. Yeah. You know, and but this guy had a little bit more of a character. You know? Yeah, I think so. Like he tried, they tried to give um, Andy S- uh, Signor played um, uh, played Lionel, who also uh, uh, directed the the movie. Um, he actually tried to give Lionel a little bit of a of an arc to him, you know, or whatever. So it wasn't just some guy running around killing people. There was a little human, you know, touch to him. Yes, there's there's betrayal and friendship and janitorial dark janitorial services and cute chicks all of which get killed. <laughs> which when you aren't a fan of that, but. no, I'm not a fan of that so much. But you know, you know but then, some some of them deserved it. If, if you could say deserved, relatively speaking, they're but, kind know. of rude to the janitor. Not not and nice. And it had G. Larry Butler, who was great as usual. Yeah. And I thought that was a big reason of why I wanted to watch this. As I said, I think I said before earlier, I, I wanted this for uh, season six for the next season. But because we had the little hiccup or whatever, I couldn't figure out, you know, what else here that I wanted to show now already. And I was like, you know what? This, you know, it's time for the janitor. Next time he's on set, I have to ask him about that gummy bear scene. I'm dying to find out if that was improv or if that was in the script. There's a couple other things, you know, in it. But we'll, we'll get into a lot of that stuff. Um, so let me go through, background, I guess, background, background, background. we'll go into the background. So it was uh, written, uh, written by Andy Signor, also directed by Andy as well as T.J. Nordiker. I'm pretty sure that was mainly because Andy was acting so he couldn't direct the whole time, you know. And I don't know this guy. What has he done other films? So not really other films, but he gave, became a big sort of. Um, he he did a thing called Honest Trailers. He was a yeah, writer on that. Yeah, okay, I knew that one. Uh, he was um, on something called Popcorn Planet that was on YouTube, oh, no. and it's a big. It was a big show on YouTube. I think he still does it. 
Um, he's a podcaster now, you know. Yay, one of us. I want to hope that maybe I inspired him to get into podcasting because I did interview him back in the day. Uh, when, So I discovered this movie uh, back in, I want to say it was 2007 or, or so. Uh, I was looking around on MySpace and I found an advertisement for a movie called The Janitor. MySpace. I think, yeah, MySpace. <laughs> and there was a uh, there was a page. The Janitor had its own page, and I went to it and I followed it, and I I got to buy the movie off you know twenty bucks or something, right? So I bought the movie. I was really excited, and I loved it. So I so I uh, messaged the director probably on that page or whatever Andy and I was like hey do you mind if I get you guys on the show to um you know to be you know come on and everything and and talk about the movie and he did uh, they did I believe I believe both of them were on with maybe some other people I'm gonna have to we we do a thing on uh, Indie Film Cafe for like Throwback Thursday every now and then I'm gonna do a Throwback Thursday with the janitor. Okay. Uh, it, you know, interview yeah, curious to hear and that. stuff. Yeah. Um, so that'll probably be later this year um, at I'm some point. I'm surprised he hasn't gone on and done anything else. Yeah, he's, I think he's stuck with a lot of YouTube things and that sort of became the thing, yeah, you know. It, and it drains you. It drains you and it becomes your thing, so you don't really have time to do much other than that and, and whatnot. And it would be nice to see uh, Andy or TJ directing The Janitor too. It would be cool, or both of them. Directing Janitor too. I don't know if they're even still friends, or I don't know much about their their life. Um, well, there was some like good production values to this, so I mean, it, it definitely. And there was the ending where Wells comes back in theory. Oh, yeah, so the, it, the Indian burial ground. It yeah. could be uh, Undead Willis, and 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 it could be called uh, Janitor Two Dark. Was it uh, what are they called? Dark custodians of darkness. Custodians of custodians of darkness. There you go. I would love that. Um, so if you guys need a writer, hit me up if you if you wanna if you want some help on that. Uh, <laughs> It'd be funny. I could see Willis is like trying to eat the brains of all of the the people in the new office, and 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 you know, uh, Lionel's like holding him back. No, don't eat the customers. And G. Larry could still be there, too. Yes, yes. G. Absolutely. Larry needs to be bad. Um, he survived the first film. Yeah, he ran off. Thank God. I love that. He, he knew the right time to exit stage left. Yep. <laughs> He's a veteran. He is. Uh, so it is. Uh, so it stars Andy Signor as Lionel, as we've said. And as we've said, we don't know much about him. Uh, it stars Bruce Cronander uh, as Mr. Grobo and Mr. Cornelius uh Hornsbeak Robo, as mm-hmm. we find out later in his letter. Uh there some nice nice moments there at the beginning where they were um, the, the talking about um where they where they were from and stuff like that. He he and, definitely had some overacting moments yeah. there where he was kind of going for it. Yeah, it and he fun. enjoyed it. It seemed like he was having fun on set. Uh then there's Crystal Labard who you loved. She played Mary. Then she was the cutest. She was cute. Was she the the, the dark haired girl, the one with the, the short the, the, the gut with her yeah. friend. Yeah. Yeah. She was she was the one in the office that uh she seemed yeah. almost like an office type of like the one that got around between a few of the different people. That was I think that was office. the joke is that yeah. she was, yeah. you know, the office slut, you know, or whatever. Uh I wonder if she her character ever got in with um G. Larry Butler's character because he talked a lot about STDs. That's true. 
Uh, G. Larry Butler's character was Mr. Bouillabaisse, um, and he was credited as Larry Butler. So I don't know if this was before his uh, G. Larry Butler things. Maybe not. I don't know, because when, uh, when was the Double D Avenger? Oh, I forget. Yeah, well, so... This one was 03, right? This was 03. Yeah. Uh, however, uh, on the DVD, uh, it says 05. So I'm wondering so, if that yeah, just... No, that was... It was made in 03, and then... Double D Avenger was the like, late 90s, I think. Oh, okay. Uh, then Skip Pippo, or Pippo, uh, played Agent Page. And oh man, he was fun. I like that guy too. Yeah, so like, he's the one that sort of saves the day, I guess, at the end. Sort of. Sort of. Kind of. Sort of. Kind of. Sort of. We'll get into all that. Uh, John Carrion played Willis. Uh, Rachel Ann Bennett played Stacy, and that was the girl that was like all over uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Grobo. Mm -hmm. uh, Kelly S. King played Bree. I'm not sure which one that is. Stephanie Christine Medina played Glory, and we all know why she oh, yeah. she got cast. She was mm. glorious. She was glorious for sure. She was in her glory. So mm. which was the uh, the one that the the janitor liked? What was what, I'm trying to think? Which what's what was the girl that? Which janitor? Like the, the, the main janitor? Oh, oh, Hillary. Hillary. Um, okay. she was played. Fiona something. Uh, Fiona something. Fiona something. Yeah. I'm I'm looking. McNamara. Is that what it is? Fiona McNamara. Yeah, I'm wondering if she's she's not even listed in this IMDb. God dang. So I wonder if she was even, she might have, oh, no, Fiona McIntyre. McIntyre, that's what it was. There's Lloyd Kaufman as the bum, <laughs> and we all enjoyed him. He, was, got, he got disarmed. It was great. It was great. Right before they inter introduced his character, they had a nice trauma, band, a trauma sticker on the garbage can. As you do. Uh, that, that's, that's Lloyd. Yeah. Lloyd wants trauma everywhere, no matter. Yep, like, yep. And it's, it's actually pretty smart. Mm -hmm. If you're going to cameo sure. in all these movies, you're going to want to put your, you know, kind of put your stamp on everything you do yeah. for your production company. And we it's, need him. We need him on set. I know we need him in every movie. Yeah, I wonder if they were going uh, if they were going to go back a third time to his, to that situation and do do a sort of Monty Python thing where they took one arm, took the other arm, and then like start taking his legs or something. <laughs> that would be kind right, of funny. Right, right. Yeah. But um, his, 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 his yeah, probably have to pay him an extra day for that. Yeah, and his two scenes they were they were they were funny. He had to take a quick sip after his. After his I'm pretty sure it was the off. same day or yeah. same like sure. hour that they filmed that because all he had to do is. The uh, janitor only had to wear, like, the janitor outfit. Uh, Lionel only had to wear that. So, like, you know, whatever. It didn't, didn't matter. Um, but, yeah, so uh, there, most of the other actors are not as famous or or whatnot, except for Judah Freelander, who comes at the end of the movie and plays the drunk bum guy. Yeah, you should have been killed. The drunk, yeah. Yeah, you were mad about that because, like, he deserved to be killed. But then... They, um, they they were showing that the janitor his that he that he um, I don't say redeemed himself but he sort of had a breakthrough moment of of, of maybe not turning to violence at any at, at any bad moment. Well, and it's funny because this is this is one of the things that turns me off about slasher movies is that I mean I understand revenge. Revenge is, is a sort of a classic old staple of why people do the things the way they do. But a lot of times in slasher movies, innocent people get killed with no part of their revenge. And it's like, well, shit, why did they get killed? And it's, especially if it's like a, you know, a cute girl, you know? It's like you just yeah. made the world okay. a darker place. So that was that was the thing we discussed. But, like, in the sorority house, everybody who was there is part, basically part of the sorority unless they were the douchebag uh, fraternity guys that were there. So all of them deserve to be killed. And oh, because, I, I, yes, because I, I they all treated... That. 
him like the trash. Three did, but some of the ones who died never even met him before. So you got that side, then you got the the guilty by association sort of. Yeah, thing. I mean, and, and, I don't know. It, I think I think they all deserved it, but whatever. Boo. We'll get into that, I guess, a little bit. Um, so I guess let's get into the story. You know, the story of this. So uh, it begins with uh, us meeting Lionel, who is a you know, I, he, I just, he's been working as, since he was seven he's as a, a... snarly janitor. Yeah, and he's been working as seven, working, I don't know how long he's been working at that office, but probably... He's, he's been in the janitorial um, field for, they said, 22 years. Or for something. 22 years. That makes and, you, like, old and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Which, which he was seven, so that meant he was 29. So uh, he was an old fucker, wasn't he? But they introduced him like he was working, doing his job, and got pissed on. I mean, I... Uh, I yeah, remember. that's true. The, the first thing we see is this guy pissing on, on him and laughing about it, and that's what sets him off. <laughs> well, did, did he deserve it? The fact that Lionel didn't bother to like move out of the way and just stayed there and let himself get pissed on—it's kind of a a heads up that this is not going to be taken very seriously. Yeah, yeah. And so basically, from the very beginning, which you would have heard about the janitor. You've heard, like I told you about the title before, but you had no idea what you were. You didn't know if it was comedy, if it was serious, if it was whatever it was, right? So you had no idea. But when you when you start seeing that in the very beginning of the movie, you're like, okay, this is comedy. Well, and then he takes the guy out there, sets him on fire, and um, so they have to bring in this uh, detective or the, the FBI guy. I don't know why it's FBI, not a, not a police detective. But Well, I'm, I'm guessing because it's a serial killer at that point because at that point Dude, they had already had other office yeah. deaths. Yeah, well, even so, you, the, the, the local cops generally are the ones that come in first. But, again, this isn't following reality, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. But, you know, some other guy pisses him off, and they're just like, he's like killing him with a plunger right there. And the cops are like, oh, well, we don't have any evidence. We have no idea who's doing this. And he's like busy killing the guy. My favorite line is, uh, was it the uh, G. Larry Butler's character, who's the manager of the place or whatever, the, you know, the boss, he's like, they're just doing this right under our nose. And, like, literally, he's under the nose mm-hmm. while, like, in the background or whatever. And it's just, it's so goofy. Then he takes, like, him, up, then he takes him on top of the building and just tosses him off the building. Satire. Yeah, yeah he <laughs> tosses the guy off the building. Um, and all the while, the, the, uh, with the main girl, Hillary, who, eh, I guess she's not really the main well, girl. because at first. And then at she first, she kind of disappears. She quits. Apple, she's the apple in the janitor's eye. Yep. Yeah, she's the one that the janitor has a crush on, and uh, he's kind of feels. Uh, I feel so bad for his character because, like, even though he's he seems sort of slow, you know what I mean? Like, he's a little like he doesn't get it. So there's like one bit where Mary, the office slut, the one who's palling around with uh, with her, yeah, palling around with her, says. You know, oh, he'll meet you, or she'll meet you at the park at 8, you know, and he's like, okay, I'll go, you know, right? And so they, uh, so he's like excited, like he has this chance at this date, and we all knew that that wasn't good, that something was not, you know, was going to happen. Even you said when uh, he had that that date turned bad and everything, like we've all been there, you know. Stood up. Stood up and, you know, the person said they would come and, of course, they're not. They're, they just lied. Um, and so that sort of sets him off again and makes him kind of mess up. He, he kills these two guys that are 
randomly doing the um, all the, the graffiti, graffiti, yeah. and then the, uh, the, that the prostitute. Yeah, and then he yeah, takes the one guy. Yeah, that was another one who didn't deserve it. That was that was your first like time where you're like, why? Why yeah. do they kill him? Well, yeah. it's, and it's tough because you can understand all the other ones, mm-hmm. but the ones that one well, like, no, no, that was an accident sort of thing. Yeah, because he, he was because he was in his eyes, he was seeing her like when he was working, seeing her in the in the window, like so he was envisioning seeing her, and then she disappeared. So that just caused him to just. Because yeah. he was mad, because he started remembering about why, like, you know, why, he's out there in the first why place. he was out there in the first place and what happened and what, you know, and it struck him. It was not, he was not, like. She was just doing her job. I know. And she was doing apparently a good job, what, I guess. Exactly <laughs> what he asked for. I know. Boom. But he didn't pay her first, which I'm yeah, very surprised about. That yeah. didn't seem like a very good, Again, uh, not you very know, realistic. hooker uh, exchange right there. She was um, just a work But she, she did make me laugh because at one point, she goes, are you a cop? <laughs> you know, like it's a male voice. <laughs> and I was like, okay, what is this going on here? It's sort of funny. Um, so then, anyway, we get into, like, uh, you know, she he murders the girl. But I guess he had already ejaculated in her mouth, so some semen was left. And then he left the head by the stolen car. Well, it was attached to him when he got out of the car, and then he, yeah. he disengaged like, oh, her head and tossed it into, to, tossed it into the grass. <laughs> it was like, ooh. Yeah. And so she, uh, so the agent, so all of a sudden these agents are taking out the semen uh, sample or whatever and putting it in a, um, what is it? Uh, they're they're putting tube. it in like a test tube and everything, and they're they have to go down to the lab to get it. Which you were, I mean, once again, it's it's a silly movie, but you were like, how how like why would this even? Yeah, the guy's like, thing? we'll find out his identity. I'm like, what from a semen sample? I don't yeah. think so. I, law, I don't law, even. This, this is all Law and Order, CSI type stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. <laughs> right. for sure. Well, this is a, sort of the part where it it kind of. Not that it wasn't in the gutter in some ways, but this is where it went with the deep end of the gutter for oh, yeah. a little bit for me, and that's when I was like, mm. yeah. yeah, you were cringing a little yeah, bit. Joe got was, really skeezed out. There were some <laughs> things that made Joe cringe. I was yeah, like, oh was, man, yeah, I was expecting it, that. Yeah, the, when when um, when he says hand me that or something like that, I was like, oh, oh yeah, we'll we'll get into oh, that yeah. in a little bit. But, we'll the, but then when they when they said, what are we gonna do with the sample or something like that, and I was like, oh no. Then it would comes <laughs> off. It comes off. Yeah, a couple <laughs> things like that. And then they were like, we have to refill it. And I'm like, oh no. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. So we'll get into that in a second. So they uh they realize like he's gonna he's about to kill all the people like in the office mm-hmm. because he doesn't want to get caught, right? Yeah. So instead, the uh, Mr. Grobo knows what's been going on, apparently, and right. has just been keeping that a secret. And he's like, dude, we need to go down and get that se- uh, semen sample and get rid of it, you know, or whatever. So they, they, get, they, ki- uh, they kick out this poor lady. They t- steal her car who's got cats, and that's all she wants to talk about. about Weren't they playing, like, Hark the Angel Angel, or, like, a Christmas song? It was a Christmas song, like, Hark the Angel Sing, something like that, and it was just, like, it felt really weird, but it was kind of humorous. It was funny for the way that they handled that. Well, Paul was like, why are they having Christmas songs right now? And I'm like, because it's that type of movie, you know, like, it's absolutely... Uh, so yeah, so they go with the Christmas whatever yeah, music. This could they have. definitely be a what the fuck Friday kind of. So, you know what? It sort of is, and I, I get that. So like, maybe I should have picked it for that because I really don't have it's as okay. many 
what the fuck Friday movies as you do, you know. But it's okay. It's it right. works. It works for either war. Um, and it's definitely an indie project. Oh, yeah. I don't think Hollywood would ever touch this uh, uh, project. Um, it was Clean Kill Productions, which I think was a cute, you know, thing. And it had a janitor thing. So it's obviously meant for just this for just this movie unless they do a, a part two, you know. Um, so anyway, they go, they they track down the, the semen sample and they find the cop, the cop cars. They fight each other. They go into the... Um, Skis warnings here. Warning. Yeah, they, they, they kill the cops. You just run away because they're cops. Yeah, the cops are running guns. and don't have guns, so you were saying. And <laughs> and so the agents, agents, even agents especially would have guns. And don't mm -hmm. they run by a bunch of kids, too, in the park? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Could you imagine if a kid was just walking by and saw, saw the stuff that they were doing? Like, Mommy, what's he, uh, what's he drinking right there? <laughs> Vanilla milkshake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, I guess that's what it probably was. Um, so we get this bit where he he can't just throw out the semen sample because they could just find it, which made, doesn't make any sense. Made at no sense if they could. I mean, they could take it to a freaking. Um, they could have taken it to a, a like the the water, like some water or something, just dumped it in the water and whatever. I mean, just dump it in the dirt. It's tainted. That's yeah, it. yeah, it's already tainted. Which so anyway, he ends up uh, jacking off the the guy to get a new sample. Well, first, Mr. Grobo disposes of it. Yeah, they, oh. have, to, they, have, to get, they have to get rid of the semen sample that's in the vial. Yeah, so and he disposes yeah. it in his own special way. Disposes, Salty. yeah. <laughs> He's Which I think that was the real first cringe moment for yeah. you. Yeah. We're expecting that word. Yeah, none of well, I had seen it like in almost, sort of recently, and I forgot about that. You know, yeah, so. and there was, that was that was the little double punch there in that scene. That was the first part of it, and the second part, which you were talking to about um, refilling uh, it. Yeah, they had to refill it from an um, an unresponsive uh, <laughs> FBI agent who was who's been knocked out, and so they're doing that while they're telling a story or something. Yep, <laughs> and it, and that's yeah. So they anyways they get the sample, they working the it, sample. working it, working it. Yeah. They get the sample, and then they. Uh, uh, put it back, and then they, I guess they uh, they kill the the you know have them have a car crash or something because then they the the guy the agent says you know both of both of my guys are murdered yeah. or in a car crash and then we find out that it's one you know it. that it was yeah. one of the agents uh, seaman you know who was there or whatever so you know so case closed now we know that my agent was the murderer. Which makes absolutely no sense anyway, but it like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because the whole <laughs> yeah. point was to get the uh, agent away from the office now or whatever. And now that he can, Lionel can sort of be at peace, and Lionel sort of is is still sad about everything that's going on. Decides to go to a bar, and well, you, ends you forgot, up. You forgot the cringe moment number two though, with the with the whole jar of the sample that got brought back. Well, that to... was later. That was okay. later. Okay. We haven't gotten to that part yet because, you know, um, that's later. But anyway, he's at the bar waiting to, uh, just kind of drowning his sorrows and in, out comes this sorority house that we just thought were just fucking with him at first, you mm -hmm. know? Like, they were like, trying. they were kind of laughing at him and they were saying, oh, you're a janitor, which really pissed him off. He does not like that. It's a custodian. Yeah, he's a custodian, you know. Don't, don't ever call me a janitor, you know, kind of thing. And I thought, uh, so uh, they said, you know, well, we need a, our house cleaned. We could definitely use you, blah, blah, blah. So 
they uh, meet with their boyfriends and they leave and one of them tries to like fuck with the Lionel and gets killed. Of course, the other two don't ever bother coming back. They just right. vanish. I, I love the care. bartender too. He's he's like the owner. He's just like <laughs> taken outside after he's holding his arm. He pulls <laughs> off the guy's off. arm and starts smashing him in the head. And he had like shirts both times that we see the bartenders different shirts. One was like fuck the customer, and the other one was like uh, use drugs and worship Satan. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, so it was really fucking funny. It's cute. Yeah, it's cute that the owner of the bar or whatever. That was probably the owner of the actual bar. Either that or guess. somebody who chipped in some money or something. Yeah, so we got to have a little fun little scene. And then, um, so Lionel, you know, Lionel's come back to the, you know, comes back to the place and he's excited. He's got this opportunity, but he, he didn't get it yet. And he yep. was like really overzealous. And so, well, yeah, hot sorority. Chicks. Yeah. Well, I like the questions that they, they gave him and I like the way he gave feedback on it really well, quick. We'll definitely get into that, but I really want to touch on uh, Mr. Grobo first. He got really upset. Oh, yeah. yeah. He felt was, betrayed. He felt betrayed. Like, how could you leave me? Because he was like, so when do we start? And I bet everybody, every one of us was like, oh, no. Because <laughs> not... they were both sleeping in the, the, the janitorial closet at this point. Yeah, together. Like, they were best friends. They were, it was, I was almost expecting Mr. Grobo to go, you know, Lionel, I'm your father. I knew that was yeah. You know, like, I thought that was where I was going to go at some point. Didn't, and kind of thank God, because that's kind of an easy joke. If it's so easy, I think about it, you know, like, it, it would probably... I thought about it actually going another way, since he drank his semen sample without a, uh, a problem. Oh, know. that maybe was, like, like obsessed with him. Like, he was... Right. Sort of was, though. Like, was there was obsessed. a little bit of a... A little bit of like uh, sexual tension sort of thing there. Uh, he was like a little obsessed with them now. It was like, you know, your dream, you know, fuck your dream. You know, my dream is for us to be together. Thought we were a team. We can't be a team if we're all both in different places. And then they, uh, you know, he's like, I don't care. I'm, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, leave me alone. You know, let me sleep. So next day he goes in to do the interview. As you said, they asked some really fucking good questions, and he had quick answers for every single one of them, which I would, I, I believed him, you know, like that would be, I, I don't know how do you clean up all this shit, but like, I'm totally, though, though, like, would, would you not go around the person, um, you know, no, I would, uh, dig a hole or whatever, I, I, a little confused about that with the mowing, the yeah, lawnmower. That, that one was a little off, but the other two was like, he really was a... I don't know if it's a master of the custodial arts. Yeah, <laughs> it's, and that was the whole point. Yeah. was like, this seemed like, okay, this guy's the perfect guy for this job. And he would have been, however. And so he gets back and he finds out that uh, Mr. Grobo's gone. And didn't say where, but he says, you know, you're going to regret this. You made an enemy. You made an enemy out of me, which you were like, uh-oh, this isn't going to go well, <laughs> you know, after that. And so he he's, you know, counting down the days it has got a new custodian helping him out. Willis. Uh, Willis, one of my favorite characters. I just love Willis. He had that one, that song playing. It, it was really like the one. The light, of, the, light, uh, of, light, light, light of mine. Yeah. I'm going to let it shine, which is just weird. Yeah. That's the whole point. Is mm-hmm. It's just a strange thing for a janitor to be listening to, I guess. Because um, you think like punk rock music or rock or whatever, you know, even rap maybe. But like he's listening to 
this little light of mine, <laughs> like, you know. And so, uh, you know, Lionel is kind of pissed, kind of, you know, um, uh, but he's like excited about this new journey, new thing. And they he's, said they'll call him. He's got to train you know. the new guy. He has trained the new guy, and, and that's where we get to my favorite scene is when, um, you know, he's like happy because he's gonna get this new job, and then the two uh, uh, office douches are like, "Hey, there's that janitor. He looks happy. Well, let's fix that." And then they go over and they start, "Hey, there's a cleanup in aisle one." They pour their drinks on the rug and. Then they both start defecating or peeing on the rug both, yeah. to try and make him say, now you got to clean it up. And then, then Jude Larry Butler walks in and says, hey, make them clean it up and then have them sent to my room. And I thought that was the stare because that's not where I expected to go. And they showed the janitor getting a smile because right. he knew he was going to have to start scrubbing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just figured he was going to kill them, but that's not where it went. So it, nope. was, it was cute. I like that. It was cute. and he. But see, at that point, and this goes to like a lot of it is at that point, uh, Lionel is happy, you know, th th like his life is changing at this moment. He thinks, you know, he thinks, oh my God, that's why he has the smile. So he wants to kill them, but then he's just like smiling at them. Like, I don't give a fuck anymore. Right. Cause I pretty soon I'm not going to be cleaning this, this stuff anymore. And, uh, so, uh, when G Larry Butler sees it and says, you know, you know, he's done. He doesn't need to kill these guys, which would have probably made me happy because if he did, if the sorority stuff worked out for him, he wouldn't need to kill anybody at all, right? That's not what this no, movie's about. No, no. This movie is not about Lionel being happy. Nope. This movie's about Lionel getting, you know, getting shit on even more and more and more. So he goes to the sorority house ready to do it on Monday, like they said. But they said they would call him first, which, wondering how would they call him? He was in the janitor's office anyway. Like, would they have called up the... Details, details. Would they have called up the office and said, you know, and the office yeah, would have told him, yeah. you know what I mean? It's one of those I things know. that we just dismiss with a... Uh, no, I didn't dismiss it when I first saw this, it. This, like, this movie's not about realism. <laughs> oh, I know, I know, but I'm just like, I was just questioning that. That just bothered me a little bit. Uh, but it bothered me for two seconds, then I moved on. Um, so moved on to, then they uh, showed you a pair of boobs and you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's exactly what happened next because he opens up the door to find, uh, Mr. Grobo has taken his job and apparently, uh, women like to, uh, half of them like to, uh, to pillow fight topless. In for, sorority girls is the, what happens in, in sorority, sorority houses. Sorority houses. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I think it's what happens in sorority um, Sorority houses in guys' minds. Yes. In guys' like dreams. Fifteen-year-old boys' dreams. Yeah, and that, yeah. And, and that scene, and they did the slow motion round roundabout shots of all them and stuff like that. Well, it was so funny because they kind of treated Mr. Grobo like he was a god, you know, right? And no janitor, period, ever is treated like a god. But that was sort of like, I guess, the joke is that. Well, plus he's all looking Michael Berryman hot, you know. So <laughs> Michael yeah, Berryman he, he had the Burger King crown on at, yep. at one point. Yeah. And, and the plunger for his, his, his scepter or for the throne or whatever. Yeah. So anyway, we see that later. But uh, so the janitor's pissed. Lionel's pissed. He's angry. Like, you know, he feels betrayed himself, you know, even though he was the one who betrayed really betray him no well, not really make himself better i mean he was, I trying, was to, trying to make himself happy but his, i mean his dream girl had left so he was sort of <clears> like i'm moving forward moving on with life and 
Paul, do you ever get mad at that when I when I leave and start, you know, doing something? You're like, damn it, Jonathan, how dare you? No. Dare you do Indie Film Cafe episodes without me, you know? And I definitely wouldn't go back and kill Robbie and Mary. You wouldn't? No. No. Why would you do that? Why? Well, that was the thing. So he, uh, Robbie and uh, Mary are, are getting it on. And Robbie is talking about Robbie because that's what Robbie does. And they are getting it on. And uh, Mary, uh, I mean, Mary is topless for a little bit, which is, I was kind of surprised. I didn't think that actress would actually do that. But, you know, she did. And uh, they have a, they're having a scene. And all of a sudden, Lionel is watching. And then he was like, don't stop. <laughs> you know? I said, keep going. Keep going. You know. And so naturally that freaks them out. And uh, so he beats them up and he takes them hostage. And then they wake up and they're, they're tied back to back on chairs. And he starts tormenting Robbie. And uh, she, I guess because she can't see it, Mary doesn't believe it. She just keeps saying, oh. Even though he keeps screaming. Shut up. Shut up. Pulling my entrails out as we speak. Yeah, she's like, I don't believe any of this is, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then when she even gets broke, breaks free and sees everything, she still calls him an asshole. Right. And I'm like, you, literally this dude is like, like, but see, this is the comedy stuff. Yeah. You know, this is what makes it sort so of funny. he chases Mary around, and you think Mary's going to get away. She runs to the elevator, and boom, there is Willis. And all of a sudden, you know, he enlists Willis to help her out, and or help him out. And he pushes her away, and then he takes his revenge on, or his quote-unquote revenge on Mary. Poor, poor, re- poor, know, Mary. poor Mary. I know you liked Mary a lot. I did. You know, but it was, I mean, she didn't deserve it, but she was sort of like, sort of a bitch. She was you kind know? of bitchy around um, uh, Hillary and, and yeah. kind, of, kind, of, kind of pulling her around. So like, I mean... Does any of them really deserve to die? No. 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 <laughs> but, I mean, it's what this type of movie is. You sort of dismiss the... the it's part of the slasher. It's a farce. It, 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 yeah. yeah. In, in the slasher genre, that's sort of what you get. And I know that you have a little bit of a problem with it. Sometimes people that aren't deserving. But that's sort of in the rules of the genre thing, is you just sort of dismiss that. And and sometimes it, it's, it plays for laughs like here. But there's some movies that when somebody, a slasher, somebody gets killed that you don't deserve, you really feel sorry for them. You know? Well, and then the, the problem is, is that most of those movies you're trying to sort of either identify or make the slasher the hero or somebody that you root for or something. And when somebody who is innocent or nothing to do with it gets killed... That I have a serious problem with that, and then I, I dislike that character, and mm-hmm. I don't want them to succeed, and I don't want to root for them. You know what I mean? Yeah, we we talk about this a lot, and I mean, I guess, but like, as it's just collateral damage in a way, because like anybody is sort of at a at a place where a person's going on a murder spree, they're just gonna, if, you know, even if they didn't do anything, to whatever, they're gonna just. They're part of it, you yeah, know? And, and like, that, that's just one of the conventions of the slasher genre, but I can understand and respect yeah, that. Yeah, especially yeah. if they have a choice, and they make that choice anyway. And oh, fuck it. <laughs> right. Know. Well, I don't think he made a choice like that. I think he was literally angry at Grobo and, and angry at the sorority. So, like, anybody who's a part of this thing, they're going down. And we'll get to that in a second. So, you know, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Willis has now... Well, actually, before before I think even before this happened, we mentioned earlier there was a scene where uh, they realized that the that the stuff was tainted. So there was a guy who 
we thought looked like my buddy Dustin Hubbard comes yeah. in and says, uh, I, you know, we, we, we found the semen sample, but like there was still leftover semen sample of something else. And there was two semen samples. Like, so I mean, he's gay? And no, that means that it's tainted. You right. know, it's nice to know that in this podcast episode, we've said semen at least a couple dozen times. I, which I mean, that's just the, the part of the uh, semen, semen, of, semen, 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 yeah, semen. And we, I cringed on a number <laughs> because thinking back, and we're not film. even talking about like the Navy, so no. it's really weird. And so there's a part where uh, you know the guy kind of like says, "Leave it with me," oh. and then he opens it up. And he's we a, were like, oh, oh at no. least on this one they cut away. The first time with the with Grobo, they he just cut like away. he just drank he, he drank down, that milkshake down the hatch in the first the first one that was cringe. He drank this that one, vanilla they, at least milkshake. They cut away, but you knew what happened and from where stuff was already in the in the in the, in the, in the movie. Was, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so we know that the agent knows that there's still a killer out there, you know, or whatever. So and just because Grobo did it doesn't necessarily mean that the agent's gonna do it either. So you know that's know. true. Yeah, but he did open it up and he kind of smelled it. It looked like he was gonna eat, drink it. I don't know. I don't know why. Like I, I'm just no thinking me, me, me specifically. I wouldn't open up a thing of semen that <laughs> even perceived to be that and just take a whiff of it. That, I don't know, call me crazy. You don't want to see. You don't <laughs> no, want to no, find out what semen smells it's like. It's part of the humor slash yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, so Willis decides to help out, you know, Lionel because you know that's custodians got to stick together. There, you know, right? And so Lionel's now become Mr. Grobo in a way, and they're both going to go defeat Mr. Grobo together. And I have to say, at this point, this is probably the end of the semen stuff. So there'll be no more semen yeah, discussion. Exactly. No more, I don't think so. No more need to say semen. Maybe unless we just feel like saying semen. That's true. Yeah. We, could. we might. I don't know. I think well, now. I think now it's got to be like a thing. I think, so I too. think every movie we do. Every There's movie. your new nickname. You wanted a nickname? <laughs> oh, <God>. No. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there will be none of that. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be really fun to explain to your wife. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. How about no? No. Like, yeah, you're not, not going. You're that. not going to play with those boys ever <laughs> again. Oh. Lord. Um, <laughs> But um, back with the back with the film, um, <laughs> the actual film film part of it. Um, the mentor when the mentoring when he was actually training Willis, they had that nice montage. Yeah, which was kind of it had an eighties type of music. And the, oh, was it? It, 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 was, it seemed kind of fun. That that that. At first, thing. it didn't seem eighties, and then it, when they start, it starts kind of doing the actual music. It yeah. seemed like it was written for the movie, probably. Mm-hmm. So they, you know, they they did it like but specifically. There was, was push ups on the toilet and and, and different yeah. things with. Um, they were doing sort of sword play with the, with their with their brooms Eek. and stuff. That was fun. Yeah. And don't forget, they have the nice little touching farewell party for Lionel at around this time. Oh, we forgot about that, but that oh, was earlier, well, I think. It was no, a little no, earlier. There, that was, yeah, somewhere in there. Because he's training. He's still there because he's training Willis. To take right. Over for but him. it's before he goes to the sorority house. Right. The start the job. Yeah. Because so he gives um, them. Yeah, they that, make him a little cake and everything. Yeah. That was the, another little cringe moment. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because he's got the gloves oh, on. Oh, yeah, and that's he, right. He, he's, he puts his he finger in the icing. He puts his fan in the, ill. in the cake with the icing. And he's like, oh, like, I'm going to go back cleaning urinals. Yeah, but then go, he was go like, back to It's like, oh. Yeah, I'm going to go back to cleaning our urinals. And on top of that, was it uh, uh, G. Larry Butler's like, you're going to clean up this all this mess, you know, right, too. Which I thought, wow, uh, do people really treat the custodians like that bad? Probably you know? not. I'd say it's all a big farce. 
worse. Yeah. So take it to the extreme. Yeah, I know. I know. With me and when I was in the office setting and all that, I I was tried to be a very cordial with them because one, it's just the right thing to do. But two, it's I mean, it's just I mean they they have a some of a dirty job and, uh, and literally no and, and right yeah. they got to clean up all your yeah. bodily fluids man yeah, so it's like including uh, semen but i mean the the, rea- the reality you're is you're going to get <laughs> see you yeah. had to get another more another yeah. another <laughs> another one in there <laughs> the quota what, what's the over under the rest of the episode there you go. one and a half times you know i always ready to pop one off whenever possible <laughs> oh, you want to pop off some more <laughs> semen what it's getting oh. down into the gutter here guys you didn't do this for uh Geek Maggot Bingo. Well, the, the the title that that movie is just <laughs> immersed. It, it already already went in the gutter itself <laughs> like that. Like we didn't need to help it. This one had elements outside of it for for pieces of it, but there was also times in it. <laughs> so, all right, to get back to it though. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, were, were you saying like the you're saying something about the music too, right? Um, I like the music in the montage, and they had some pretty good. Um, not just a couple throwback older the Christmas song and the, and the and, but there was also just some good music throughout. Um, I, I just really liked it. Um, yeah, it, it fit. Um, it fit what they were trying to do. Yeah, it wasn't like www weird music for this movie dot com. And they let them and let, they let the song breathe a little bit into the scene, so it was it was fine. Yep. Yeah. And then so they get there, they decide that they're gonna take back and they start killing everybody. Um, there's a weird scene with the uh, one of the sorority girls, Glory, having sex with two guys or whatever that just seemed a little... Yeah, the setup for that scene was odd. It, it kind of goes on and on and on. Yeah, well, it, it seemed kind of funny at first. Like, she just kept trying to, like, prove, you know, whatever. Like, he, he's, he's like, oh, I didn't break up. Or I broke up with Stacy earlier today. He was like, she would have told me that. I was like, uh, yeah, but it wasn't that exclusive. You know, like, they kept trying to kind of bring it in, whatever. And then, so the, the two guys are fucking the girl, and then, of course, they get killed. Well, you know? yeah, because he, he shows up at the window. Yep. And the first thing the guys is saying, the one guy is like, oh, there's another hole up front. And I kept thinking, perfect, you know, setup for Glory's holes. Glory hole. hole. <laughs> but they didn't go that way, unfortunately. Maybe that's, maybe they subtly did it. Yeah. Because that was you know without like you know because i honestly i don't like jokes where they just beat it into the ground with you i like more like you don't like it when they beat it no to the ground you know (laughs) no not at all uh i like it when it's like the joke is you know you have to think about it for a second you probably did think about like you said like you thought glory hole and so they they made a joke without actually saying the joke out loud yeah, but so Ray, it's said, more mature. Yeah, well, right after they said that, they cut to him basically castrating oh, yeah. both he, of them. He pulls and, their nerves uh, off. He, he, he cuts both, and then he sits there, and they show it in his hands getting squeezed, and it's yep. just coming and he, apart. And yeah, it's just fingers. all like, yeah, it was... like It was just like... I'm like, okay. I, dear God, you know. And then the the scene that's from the the trailer in the beginning, where she's like, oh, "You're that stupid janitor that we didn't hire," and that, that turns out that was Glory. And of course, the first thing he does is tears her top off. And well, no, she's already had her top off. I think. Well, she, no, he, he, he had a towel. He had a yeah. towel or something. She, some, she had somehow towel. she had a towel, and he he does something with the towel. But, yeah. But, but and yeah. then he yeah, yeah murders her, and then. Uh, and yeah, so there's a lot of TNA, and I've got TNA monkey here. Yeah, well, to your point with TNA, too, right after that, isn't that when he goes into the bathroom with a girl in the shower? Now, she did nothing. Nothing. She was just taking a shower. That's all she was doing. Yeah, and, which, I mean, one but, again, those are another one of your innocent people yeah. who, 
I, I honestly wonder why they even had that scene. Because, because it's a shower scene with a hot psych- chick. Psycho, psycho flasher. Yeah. They, 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 yeah. yeah, but uh, it wasn't needed no. you know, no, at no. all. None of it is needed. But. And, and I think that's the time they even, the camera panned down the shower chest once there was movement. It was just like, it was there strictly for the, for the theater. Yeah, it's all exploitation. Yeah. Yeah, so then they go downstairs and she's like, you know, uh, Mr. Grobo's there and all these people start... Just getting slaughtered one by one by Lionel, except for Mr. Bullybase, who escapes. Right. You know? It was funny, because remember he had said, oh, if you get a, a hot t-shirt orgy, invite me over. Well, he ends up showing up there. Well, I think, I think Mr. Grobo invited him. There you go. You know? well, Mr. Grobo had no problem with the, you know, Mr. Bullybase. So it was know? fun to see G. Larry Butler one last time. I know. you. And, and, you and, that made you smile. And, I think. And, G, and G. Larry, made his, his character made the right choice to... Head for the hills. That's right. Um, maybe go back to his kid that had the STD or something. Yeah, that, right. That and, and who knows where that was? And all. play with some gummy bears. Yeah, yeah doing disgusting things yeah, with gummy bears. He disappeared because at the end I was like, G. Larry was gone. He just he. No, yeah, he, he there just was a lot. There was a massive slaughter inside the sorority. House. Yeah, he was probably like, I'm out. <laughs> Deuces. There's no reason <laughs> for me to be here. And then they have the big fight, the big showdown. That's finally is what's you know we're, we're waiting for between him and Mr. Grobo. And Stacy is there telling him that, like, Mr. Grobo's more than a man than you'll ever be and all this other stuff. And I thought that was and funny. At first, Mr. Grobo uh, was doing okay, and then Lionel starts to kick his ass. And that's when she's like, oh, Stacy, get her. And then Stacy brings out uh, Hillary, and it turns out Mr. Grobo had kidnapped her and was keeping her in the basement all this time. Just in case this moment showed up, because yep. he's like every killer has his weakness, and um, he's you know discovered that he's got his weakness, and then they start fighting again, and he knocks him to the ground. And just when he's about to shove the plunger down Lionel's head, that's when the FBI guy Page shows up and murders uh, everyone, everybody but Lionel, which that was an accident, and then he kills himself because he realized. He calls it in and then kills it. Calls it. Calls it. Well, he calls up to find out if the the bullets that he uh, right. that he used were traceable. Oh, okay, goodbye. You know, kills himself, and Lionel is left with just. Oh, and uh, also we forgot to mention Willis takes a. Oh yeah. Tries to take a bullet for him, but it it doesn't. Whatever you know, it doesn't happen. And then was it uh, Mr. Grover just shoots him. But uses all the bullets, so that's why they had he a says, fight without the... If I die, bury me at the Indian burial ground on the hill. And he does, at the end. At the end, he... Uh, uh, well, before that, he goes back to the bar at the end of the movie. And Hillary's dead, his girl! I know, he's sad about that. She doesn't that. deserve to die either. She didn't deserve... Well, she's kind of a bitch. I don't know. I don't <laughs> like her, but I don't think she deserved to die. No one deserves to die. No. You know? Uh... Unless they're like a, a, a serial killer up. that... The one guy who deserved it is at the end when he goes back and he's talking to the bartender guy and then he goes off to leave and there's your, your buddy, Judah... Um, Freelander. Freelander. But and he doesn't deserve to die. He's just an asshole. He's, this is like a super asshole. He's like trying to buy... He deserve to die. They, they, they put that in there to show the character arc, I guess. Yeah, they had to show Character growth, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That, he, that he's beyond the violent behavior now. Yeah. So he's beyond being. I can kick your ass. And so then, um, what's his name? Uh, um, Yeah, Lionel built Barry's Willis, and it's the Indian burial ground. So of course the hand comes up at the end, and that's the end of the movie. Part two. 
Yeah, well, if they want to bring a, they ever want to do a part two, that'd be awesome. They should do it next year, uh, because it'll be basically twenty years later. So wow, they could do a twenty, 20 year, twenty year later. Uh, where are they now? You know, what's what's Lionel doing? Maybe he's still working with Mr. Bullia base at a different company or something, mm-hmm. and then you can do all that. I mean, I would love that, honestly. Um, this movie... So Lionel will be like the Grobo character. He could be aged out, so he'd be... Well, like... he would be an undead Grobo character. Uh, no, he'd be an undead uh, Lionel character. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Willis would be would be uh, Lionel, mm-hmm. and Lionel would be uh, Mr. Grobo. And it would be funny, because I could see Lionel, like, with his head shaved and his beard shaved off, so he actually looks the part of the Grobo. Yeah. You know what I mean? Actually, I think that's what his look is now, anyway. Like, his oh, okay. typical look now, so... He's no longer the mountain man look? Yeah, he doesn't have that mountain man look, I don't think. I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen Andy. But, uh, he, like I said, he does stuff for those TV shows and, and, and whatnot for YouTube and everything. Popcorn, uh, you know, uh, and stuff like that. So, you know, everybody should check that out. Uh, everybody should see this movie. Um, we are actually at that time right now for... Is there anything else that we forgot to mention? Was there any? Because I think we hit up every yeah, single was, thing. There was a lot going on. In yeah. Movie, so a lot happened. And I think we actually talked about everything that ended up happening. What do you think? I think we've hit pretty much everything. We talked a lot about semen. A we lot did. more than it just hit the over. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you had to get one more in. There I had, you go. of course. You know, I mean, you know, just kind of keep saying that word. What's the word, Paul? Semen. Yeah. It's a magic word. Oh, is it a... Yeah. It's like Pee-wee's Playhouse and they say the magic word. I'm like, ah! Pee-wee did get busted for, for jerking off in public, so, you know, he probably Should wouldn't mind that. He kept his semen to himself. Oh. Leaving the job for some janitor to clean up. I know, seriously. Custodian. I mean, it was it was at a... Uh, and if you let it dry, it becomes a crustodian. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> We're going deeper and deeper to the gutter here, folks. Uh, you thought the semen was bad. That's right. All right. So anyway, um, we are at that time. So explain to everybody what the uh, stinkometer score is. Well, this is a thing that we use to judge our films where we score it on a basis of 1 to 10 by which the lower the number, the less amount of semen, I mean stink there is in the film. And the higher the number is, the higher amount of stink. So And uh, semen. Yeah. And then um, we total up that score and we figure out what is the stinkiest steam and splattered film that we've done on the episode this year. Well, I mean, hmm. This and this is, is actually going to be tough. I think this is going to be a little all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> I went there. Uh, you went there. <laughs> Did you do that on purpose? It sounded yeah. like that was almost like not planned. Uh, nice, nice, nice. Paul, I actually, I'll, I'd love to hear from you first. What, what, what would you rate this? Well, I mean, it's a silly, ridiculous farce of a of a slasher film, and um, it's got some inventive stuff. Yeah, I had a little trouble with the character. There were times when I really disliked him for various reasons we've already discussed. And other parts that were just like, okay, you, you understand what it is. Um, but it was fun overall and um, inventive and, and interesting. And it, it wasn't boring, that's for sure. <laughs> and I like the fact that we could hear things and see things. Uh, that's, that's usually a plus. That's a plus. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, this wasn't bad. This was this was better than, than usual. I'm going to probably score it a four. Okay, I what about you? Decent score. See, this is where I think it was going to be a little bit different type of scoring here because um, I'm actually going to go a little bit on 
the other way with the it. higher mm-hmm. yeah the higher the stink yeah All right. i'm i'm I, I've been wrestling with it because a couple of the cringe moments really pushed me yeah, to, to a degree. That's what I and, thought. And, and with that's, that. that's where I have to give it a point just for that. So we're really going to be on a little bit of a different numbers here. That's fine. And um, I'm actually going to go with, I've been going between half and this and this and this. I'm, I'm going to go all the way to a seven. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so, so you're between seven and eight or well, seven? Well, I was like six and a half, seven, seven and a half, that area. But I was like, the cringe moments, I was like, I have to put it to seven. Okay. Just, just because of cringe moments. But there was some. I can appreciate horror comedy with the slasher genre, um, but yeah, I'd have to go seven. Um, I'm, I'm actually even wrestling going seven and a half, but I guess if I, did I make a call now? Uh, actually, I'm going to go seven and a half. Seven, seven and, and a half, seven all, and right. Half. Yeah. all right. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Paul um, because Paul and I are very... We watch a lot of these cringe movies, <laughs> and this isn't as cringy as it's not our first semen movie. Yeah, and it's not, and, and it's not even that cringy to us anymore. I mean, I guess we're sort of used to it, numb to to we cringe. We are crusty. We are crusty yeah. critters at this point. At dried, this point, it's dried up. So, like, I wasn't. I I was actually my. It took my, a while to get you there, my friend. But we, we, no, because I've I've been watching Chris Seaver movies for so yeah, long. I know. Like the, the semen stuff and things like that don't don't really make me go. has got you. Uh, well, I mean, they had, a, they had some oh, scenes that were... We're not showing it. you that. that I, I saw that years ago. Oh, that's, okay. That, that's, that's like a nine. Wow. <laughs> that's nine. <laughs> that's oh, like Lord. A, that's a nine. I'm just surprised you saw it. You're yeah, like, wow. Yeah. Um, I have a good friend who's um, a big John Waters fan, so... Nice. Um, I, yeah. Well, so I'll have to go with the four as well. Because okay. um, I, I think fair. it was a, a pretty decent movie. I was actually between three and four, and then I was like four. Four, I think, is a pretty good number. Um because it is it's it's a movie I'd watch, you know, I've I've watched it I think four or five times now, you know, and it's something I could probably watch. I you know, unlike Geek Maggot Bingo or something <laughs> like that, I can't watch that movie on my own, like by myself or whatever. But I'm actually bringing the movie home so I can listen to the commentary and and hear more about it or whatever the making of it cuz that sounds like it'd be fun too. It's just like this looks like a bunch of friends uh made a movie they were able to get it distributed, you know, and it wasn't something, it had a little higher budget than like Geek Maggot Bingo where they probably only had 500. They probably had a few grand to make something with, you know, decent scenes and, and humor. Lloyd Kaufman was just great as the drunken bum who's just the whole time, give me back my heart, you know, right? And, it's all fuckstick, you know, and shit like that. Just funny shit. Uh, so he made it really good. I think I, I honestly think I heard about this movie from like the make your own damn movie stuff mm-hmm. or something. So from that like time. Mm-hmm. So I I think Lloyd Kaufman introduced me to this movie in a way, and I'm very glad he did because, and I'm very glad I was able to chat with these guys before and you know, and and talk about a movie that I think is honestly. Pretty good, you know. Yeah, I th- I think one thing that I have to say with my my score compared to you guys is it's not in the thing about it being watchable or not watchable from a zero to a ten and, and me having it a seven and a half because the watchability if you put on a watchability from a zero to ten it's, it'd be a lot more it's it's definitely watchable mm-hmm. it, it, um, and maybe over time if I was if I subjected to the experiences that you guys have seen in a number of the movies no. my my uh, um, um, being Shocked would probably be brought down a little bit more. Yeah, possibly. If you hang out with uh, us. We'll make sure you get to see. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> see, 
<laughs> but um, but yeah, so uh, watchability, it's, it's got a lot more watchability definitely than some of the other ones that, mm. that, that I've, I've seen. But um, yeah. Well, remember, you, you only like, so this is like your second bad movie or third bad movie that you've watched with us, you know, pretty much. Because you saw Magic Lizard <laughs> and you've seen that's, uh, that's Geek a, Maggot Bingo. I wasn't saying Magic Lizard was the ultimate what the... But actually, Geek Magnet or Magnet Bingo <laughs> was probably the biggest what the fuck so far. Yeah, that you've seen. But this is a what the fuck. I yes. mean, we it, were. It is, but it has it has a watchable story. It has it. it and I love slasher films, and it has it. it definitely, I love it, slasher it, films, it, and it definitely Paul, delves into that. Paul is not a slasher fan, yeah. and we've talked about this on many shows. Unless and there's supernatural slashers, that I, I can I can get with. But I think if, if a couple of those cringe things would have been taken out, I would have put it in a different, a lot of different place. But as a watchable film, this was definitely watchable. Mm-hmm. And, nope. and, um, as, as a slasher film, and the people who love slasher films probably would get a good kick out of this, especially if you like the slasher comedy mashup. Slasher comedy stuff, and that was a big thing with this. Is just it was, it was funny. You know, uh, we've seen some comedy film, horror films, you know, or whatever, even comedy films that are just not funny. You know? I know. We're going to see another one this season, trust me. Subjected to some horrible comedy. There, there was a bit of a glow from Paul when he was mentioning something of, of in the future coming. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He, he always does this. He's always excited about what's, what's on the horizon. Mm. Uh, but it's funny because the way that this is scheduled out, it's, you know, not necessarily, you don't, we don't know if... Uh, if we've already seen that horrible comedy or not, you know. Yeah, there's nothing worse, in my opinion, than bad comedy. Bad comedy yep. is painful, painful, painful. Uh, Sam, myself, and Jackie reviewed uh, Busted, which uh, was the first 30 uh, of my, you know, thing. And it it was it was a terrible comedy. It, it, it was just so, so bad. Corey Feldman, who directed it, mm-hmm. did not, you know, was wondering... Why are you going to review that movie? He asked us that question. Why are you reviewing that movie? You know, you know, it's got to be what if, if the if the creator of the film tells you of all my stuff, picks anything else. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. He was saying pretty much anything else, which we'll get another bad Corey Feldman movie eventually, Yay. or a good. We'll find a good one eventually. I'm good sure. <laughs> I like Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman's done a few good. There's been a few good films of his. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. You know, I know you're not Lost a few, Boys. The lost. Oh, we're doing that for uh, uh, '80s horror films this Gremlins season for sure. So Friday Four. Friday Four, yeah, it's it's a fun one. Yeah, but anyway, anyway, that's, anyway. Another, that's another that's podcast. Yeah, that will definitely be another podcast. So I want to once again thank you, Joe, for you know you sat through Geek Maggot Bingo, and you survived. Then you watched this. And you still survived. And you didn't get the movie you thought you were going to get. Yeah, if 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 the if they would have been possibly played in different order or something like that, if it or flipped, I, I might have been running for the hills. <laughs> <laughs> there is there is some redeeming qualities out of the janitor. Oh uh, yeah, a little bit. This actually, a yeah, bit, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it you... didn't have sets that were painted on cardboard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. Didn't have those. So the, there, you there go. were actual working phones. Oh yeah. Working phones and they were flip phones. Well, then again, they're then then again, we never saw the phones that she was supposed to call them on. Yeah, that still bothers me, but it's okay. And she, Larry Butler, you gotta love that. 
Always a plus. Oh yeah. Uh, I I'm so I, I I bought this movie this year and I was planning to do it this year and I was telling or maybe I bought it last year, but I was telling G. Larry Butler we're gonna we're gonna review this movie like for this year whatever. Um, and originally I had it for somebody else and unfortunately every time I would ask that gentleman to come on the show it just it didn't work out and stuff which happens you know and i wasn't going to pick this uh this year but i knew that uh, this had this looked pretty good on the you know no scratches and stuff and so i was pretty sure we we're going to be able to watch it so. and, and that the three of us worked with g larry was all it was, right it was well good. that was another and reason yeah. maybe if we get to work with g larry butler again this season uh maybe we could do a patreon only where we get to watch this movie with him i'd love to hear his commentary about this film Oh, he loved it. He kept telling me he had, he had such a fun time on this film, and he loved playing Mr. Bouillabaisse. I mean, how do you, and not have love having a character we're, name like we're that? We're gonna do it with him, and I'll get him some gummy bears. Yeah, so he can play with get, you got to serve gummy bears. For you got uh, that's got to be the thing. We got to <laughs> give him some gummy bears if we're gonna do that. So, um, I want to say thank you guys so much for checking this out. Uh, join us. Uh, I'm not sure if it's gonna be me next week or if it's gonna be Paul. We'll see. Um, it's but it's July. It's I who knows. We'll see. I don't know. Uh, but uh, check us out. We're we're kind of doing this off like you know in advance, so we have no idea when things are happening. But uh, I just want to say thank you guys so much for uh, listening to this and uh, let us know what you guys think. Uh, are you guys fans of the janitor? If you've never seen the janitor. If you've never seen the janitor, you just heard the whole story. So yeah, you definitely should have watched. Maybe the first you should probably movie. watch it. Go watch it and let us know. So and let us know if you how cringeworthy or not that it was for you. Yeah. So thank you and uh, hope you guys enjoyed it and have a good one. All right. All see right. you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.